Hello. So yesterday we were talking about subglottal pressure, weren't we? Uh, and, and explaining exactly what that was and saying there could be a lot of strain on that small glottal valve and a lot of tension being held in the neck and potentially if continued a, a sore throat and a headache if you continue to speak in that particular way and have those kind of vocalisations. And a secondary problem comes when you... Oh, hello, by the way, I'm Peter, Peter Stewart. How are you? Thanks for listening. This is today's episode of Get A Better Broadcast Podcast and Voice Over Voice. Yeah, a second problem comes when you release that breath that we were talking about yesterday through those previously tightened folds. So yesterday we were talking about the holding of that pressure, of that air, underneath your glottis. Today, what happens when you release that breath? And, and, and whether it's the holding or the releasing, together you've got the very real possibility of vocal trauma, serious damage to your folds. Think through the vocalisations that often come with the gym strains of glottal attack, using that pressure behind the larynx to give added strength through added tension. You've seen it perhaps with weightlifters or tennis players on the TV. It, maybe you've done it yourself, perhaps when you, you go to lift a heavy box. The noise that often precedes the breath holding, something like, yeah, and then the lifting up of the box, and as you set it down, a release. Ah! So you can avoid potential vocal trauma by not vocalising those strains or if you have to make them especially that release sound make it softer a shh sound as you set that box down rather than a sudden vocal ah lots of relaxing moves after the strain of weightlifting or whatever will also reduce any necessarily held tension so as a voice professional with any kind of exercise be careful of this kind of grunting because it can tense and damage your vocal folds. From London, I'm Peter Stewart. <laughs>